Hi, everybody, and thanks for joining our weekly podcast. I'm Robin Lewis, founder and CEO of The Robin Report, uh, which, by the way, is much, much more than a daily report. It is really a knowledge platform um, from which we communicate thought leadership on various strategic topics throughout the daily reports, yes, but also these podcasts. And we do some webinars and we're gonna be doing live events in the near future, hopefully. And along with our chief strategist, Shelly Cohan, <coughs> excuse me, also a professor at FIT and Syracuse University, we welcome you to our conversation on the topic of, and it's a big one, the fastest growing e-commerce company in the world that no one over the age of 30 has ever heard of. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> that for provocative, Shelly. Yeah. 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 So as you know, Shelly, I wrote an article last week about this online, <clears throat> this online brand only called Sheen, spelled S-H-E-I-N, and supposed to be pronounced as Sheen. Anyway, it's a China-based sizzling hot, or I don't know, should I say way cool? <laughs> yeah, fast fashion brand, okay? <clears throat> that is transcending Zara, who created the model, as you know, Shelly, a couple decades ago. And according to Statista, yes, Zara is still ranked first in number of stores worldwide, about 4,500. With H&M second, about 2,500 stores, and revenues of about 27 billion for Zara, and about 20 billion for H&M. But Sheehan caught my attention big time. Yeah, Robin. I mean, the only way I've heard of it is because I teach these Gen Z students, and they're all over it. Yeah. So it's yeah. really the fastest e-commerce company in the entire world, inclusive of Amazon? Yes, according <laughs> to measurable.ai, it's acronym is MAI. According to them, Sheehan has grown 100% over the last eight years, wow. making it the fastest growing e-commerce company in the world. Now, it's not just apparel. It's, you know, like head of Amazon in terms of growth rate. And of course, as I said, it caught my undivided attention. Uh, you know, Sheen's is a private company. Um, and it, it has been estimated that they are generating revenues of between eight and $10 billion a year. And I would say that's a big <laughs> effing deal as our president might say, but wait, get, get this. In, in May, 2021, According to a Harvard Business School case study, Sheehan overtook Amazon as the most downloaded shopping app in the US, iOS and Android app stores. I am sure, Shelley, you probably have a lot of stats for us on this topic. I do. Well, I have something. So this is really interesting that I found. So if you go back to 2019, pre-pandemic, Sheehan had under 650,000 app downloads. Mm -hmm. That's for mobile devices. 
Fast forward to 2020, the app had over, ready for this, 2.3 million downloads. Well, there you go. Unbelievable. It's this, just completely yeah. skyrocketed. And Statista has Shein's brand awareness at 57% for online fashion users, which is tremendous. Even Zara was at 48%. There you go. Unbelievable. So I think all in all, 20% of fashion online shop users in the United States use Shein. That means of the 57% who know the brand, 35% use them. Wow. And the other big, really interesting statistic that I found is that 85% of Shein's customers show loyalty to the brand. 85%. Wow. Yeah. So, but I also have some stats that may be a surprise. While Shein has the most share of visits to its website for fashion and apparel websites in the U.S., surpassing Macy's, Gap, Nordstrom, Nike, Shein ranked number four in actual online fashion sales. So if we look at the fashion market in the U.S. specifically, Amazon's number one with 5.6 billion of fashion sales. Yep. Macy's surprisingly is ranked number two. I don't know why I'm surprised by this, but Macy's yeah. is sitting number two at 5.4 billion. Walmart is nipping at the heels of Macy's at 5.3. And we know Robin with Denise and Candela at the helm of fashion, Walmart's fashion that number is going to grow up significantly. Yeah, she's she, terrific. And of course, she she was at our dinner last night, right? Yeah, that's right. It's great yeah. to see her. Yeah. Um, and Shein is at 4.8. So they're sitting at number four. Yeah, yeah. But they're growing faster than anybody. Tremendously, <laughs> tremendously, yeah. for yeah. sure. So the big question is, how do they become this huge phenomena? And we know they're moving up the ranking for 2022 for sure maybe surpassing Amazon and Macy's in sales. Yep. Yep. Well, you know, for older people like me, <laughs> Shelly, who, who may have limited awareness of this online only apparel brand, there are millions of Gen Z eyeballs now worldwide who cannot tap <laughs> onto the Shein site often enough to satiate their compulsive pur purchasing additions. And of course, um, those young eyeballs are seeing prices, Shelly, so low they can't believe it. And that leads to what? Buy, 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 and more of them buying, which should be shocking wake-up wake call to the C-suites of Zara and H&M. <laughs> I'm sure it is. Yeah. I'm sure they're keeping a close pulse on it. They better be. She had launched um, in the U.S. around 2008, selling uh, only wedding dresses made in China. Um, in China's low, low and lower cost manufacturing plants, as we know, so low that the selling price was 200 bucks versus the identical dress in the U.S. for $1,000. I am sure it wasn't on Zara's or H&M's radar. But between then and now, Shein has grown exponentially and ships to 200 countries. 
if if Morgan Stanley's estimate is right that Sheehan will generate twenty billion dollars in revenues in twenty twenty two, it would make them the brand in the running for the third biggest apparel retailer in the world, just behind Inditex, Zara, which should be pushing thirty billion, and H and M around twenty billion also, which would be neck and neck also with Uniqlo, although we don't call them really the classic uh, fast fashion model, correct? Yeah, fast retailing, that's right. Well, yeah. as you know, Robin, I've been tracking fast fashion business from all perspectives since its inception. And yep. I've been writing about it, speaking about it. And of <coughs> course, Zara really pioneered the perfect model of fast fashion and H&M was right behind them. So if Shein is barreling down on both of them, they must have a major differentiator factor Besides right. just the low to bottom pricing and billions of these young kids <laughs> drinking the Kool-Aid, uh, there has to be more. And your article that you wrote, which I thought was fantastic, it really zeroes in on a better and faster supply chain. So Zara's introduces about 12,000 new designs annually, and they built yeah. the model on this short lead time, scarce supply. The real differentiator that turned the fashion business upside down and where the term fast fashion actually comes from was right. its ability to reduce the production time from the traditional model of six to nine months down to three weeks. So that was Zara. But get this, Robin, Shein produced 150,000 new items in 2022. Get out of here, really. Yeah, so compare that yeah, to 12,000 at Zara. Yep. And they're able to produce, the production time is down to one week. Wow, there you go. And you know, Shelly, it's also important to note that the ability to accomplish this level of, of, of a rapid creative cycle as you know, Baron and I requires a very flexible and agile supply chain. Um, Sheehan chooses smaller factories uh, to commit to making 100 or fewer items per batch every week from prototype to production so that it can quickly test the products in each market. This allows them to quickly ramp up production on the winners and shut down the losers. That's right. Yeah. So conversely, Zara's uh, minimum batch size is about 300 to 500 pieces versus uh, the 100 or fewer at Shein. And it takes two to three weeks from prototype to production. When uh, Chris Chu, the gentleman who started Shein back in 2008 in China, it was a drop ship wedding dress manufacturer which sold its dresses on 30 part third party websites and now it, of course it is a general it is a global manufacturer and distributor of many fashion categories and as i said before sells across over 200 countries so shu uh shifted the business to operate out of these small chinese garment factories in Guangzhou region added more product categories and then and, and built Shein's own website as an a, a, as a D2C model, which 
means they own all of the data and they collect tons of it on a daily basis. And more important, they know how to use it. That's right. So the smartest decision Sheehan made was taking ownership of the customer data by selling direct to consumer instead of on marketplaces or distributing product through other retailers. Right. Nike learned this lesson also about five years ago. So Sheehan also goes beyond just using their own customer data. So they have the purchasing information from the website, but they layer into that this whole social media aspect. So Sheehan is able to predict trends at a faster speed than other fast fashion players because they're using search traffic mm. and social media. So for example, instead of just tracking what I purchase on Sheehan, they're also tracking what I'm searching for on the website. Many retailers do this. And they're tracking my social media feeds, my mentions. And they're also looking at my social media groups. What are my friends reacting to? Not yeah. to mention the affiliate program where users get commission or cash bonuses on referred sales by promoting Shein on social media. Yeah, incredible. They got every front covered. <laughs> you know, you mentioned the affiliate program and it's, you know, it's not peanuts. Uh, customers can get 10 to 20% commissions uh, for each referred sale uh, with, along with some free product deals to sweeten the compensation, right? And Hi. yeah, and speaking of marketing, Sheehan knows the power of collaborations uh, with music icons, popular influencers, and capsule collections uh, with reality stars. You know, they, they, they really have built a, a vibrant community uh, with Gen Z shoppers, continuously promoting the brand through social media. Sheehan really gets it, and that's why they get the loyalty that they get. Um, and they also leverage uh, TikTok, Instagram, and YouTube. In fact, their customers and influence, influencers are interchangeable. It's so true, and it's yeah. amazing. Um, and kind of a big point that was made in the Harvard Business Study case study was a 2020 survey of 9,800 American teenagers found Sheehan surpassed Amazon as their favorite online fashion store. Wow. So then if you add in the fact that these young, young consumers spend an enormous amount of time on social media platforms where they share everything, including yep. fashion trends, it's easy really to understand that Shein's social influence is its fastest, is making it its fastest growing company in the world because it delivers affordable, fashionable, desirable necessities for a diverse group of loyal young customers. So Robin, what's the pricing differential look like between Shein and their competitors? Okay. <laughs> yeah, Shelly, this is, this, is, this is the big deal. Um, Zara is the number one to compare uh, a basic dress from Zara is priced between 30 and 40 bucks. Shein's similar dress is priced, get this, under $10 and they provide a they provide a more diverse selection also uh, Shein offers entire outfits including shoes and accessories for less than $30 examples of the of the least expensive selections include tops under $5.99 
dresses under $9.99 and clearance items under $5. Why they need to put $5.99? Why, why don't they just say, I mean, but these prices are crazy. And when you consider the fact that Sheen is turning out new on-trend stuff on a daily basis based on tons of continuously mined consumer data, along with eye-popping low prices, it's very easy to understand how Sheen's daily total shipment was about 1 million packages with each order totaling an average price of $70. That was in June, 2021. Credible. Wow. Yeah. So it's gotta be more this year for sure. Yeah. You know, Robin, at the end of the day, though, all of Sheehan's almost magical and superior connection with these young consumers, as we know, um, there's a darker side to fast fashion, so-called paradise for these kids, and that's having to do with the environment, right? Oh, yeah. This and other issues all become the Achilles heel of many fast fashion brands. Yeah, Shelly, and Sheehan does not score highly on the ethics scale regarding the environmental impact and labor conditions. Uh, Sheehan is actually accused of making zero effort to uh, rectify the use of hazardous chemicals, carbon emissions, to the use of microplastics. Furthermore, their mass production of cheap clothing based on its on-demand algorithm, uh, which is incredible, is perpetuating a throwaway fashion culture amongst these young, younger generations. And that according, according to measurable.ai as well. Well, absolutely. But Shein is really, they're well behind in terms of its environmental impact. And if it really wants to surpass Zara and H&M and others, the company needs to put a little more bite into its program. Yeah. Let me give you some examples of what Zara is now doing. Their main goals, according to their annual report, is by 2022, they want to be 100% of its electricity from renewables. By 2023, 100% free of single-use plastics for all its customers. 100% more sustainable, sustainable cotton. 100% sustainable man-made fibers from more sustainable sources. 2025, 100% more sustainable linen and recycled polyester. And this is an, an amazing one. By 2040, Inditex plans to reach net zero emissions. Hope I'll be alive to see it. <laughs> Go ahead. Stop. Don't even say that. Yeah. Uh, they just And they just announced a new partnership with the shared global advancing of new and innovative technologies towards textile to textile circular loop. So Inditex made a three-year commitment to buy 30% of infinited fiber, which produces a fiber made from 100% textile waste. So wow. Zara's already launched a capsule collection using this innovative high quality fiber um, in its assortment. So. You know, they really have a lot of things that they're doing, Zara does. So yeah. if I compare Sheehan's initiatives, one of their initi initiatives is on-demand manufacturing to reduce waste. 
I yep. mean, I, it, I, I'm not even sure they're if they're making 150,000 new styles, the on-demand manufacturing to reduce waste, that, that just doesn't make sense. Well, you're um, right there. <laughs> right? That, yeah, look at the numbers. Right, right, right. And when you look at <clears throat> another one of their initiatives, it's very vague. So this one's called Circular Economy and Product End of Life. And their initiative says Shein is currently developing innovative solutions and working with strategic partners to develop garment recycling programs and other initiatives to reduce post-consumer waste. Sounds to me like a word salad. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds to me like a consultant wrote that for him. Yeah, exactly. And I can say that. <laughs> right. But honestly, Rob, here's my favorite one. Having spent my entire life in stores, retail stores, this is my favorite sustainable um, initiative from Shein. They present, they prevent much of the waste and environmental impact associated with running a traditional retail store, such as flooring, energy, consuming lights, fixtures, for displaying merchandise, plastic hangers, to name a few, quote unquote. I took that right off there, sustainability. I yeah. mean, seriously, not opening stores. We all know that e-com is absolutely less sustainable than running stores in terms of the planet, especially for one that produces those 150,000 styles, you know, per year. That's so right. I think these are really a bit of a stretch in terms of a sustainability program and really not specific enough. I think their goals are about 15 years behind the competitors. And if Shein wants to stay in the U.S. market, they're going to have to up their game in this area. And I'm just going to add here, because we, you and I, we keep talking about fast fashion. Yeah. And we, we have this idea that consumers want fast fashion to move to slow fashion because consumers care about the planet. But Robin, the numbers and actions tell us something very different. That's Zara, correct. Q1 Zara's up 36%. H&M yep. is up 20% for the first six months of 2022. And get this, Zara's gross margin in Q1 hit a 10-year high at 60%. That's their gross margin, 60%. Yeah. They have less markdowns, more chances of hitting it right, and they have a very fast inventory term. So consumption for fast fashion is alive and well. Well, yeah. Now, the, the question is this. You know, you're absolutely right, Shelley, in all this. Uh, but the big question is, and is, I've often questioned that although... They strongly talk the talk, both consumers and retailers, about saving the planet and supporting, you know, humane treatment of workers, among, you know, other such altruistic values. Will they walk the walk? Now, I believe that a lot of retailers, and I talked to a young woman from Target last night at our dinner, and we were talking about all the major initiatives that Target is, is making. And um, she said, well, what, what is a big, what's a big subject today? I said, well, there is a big subject in this fast fashion thing in the fact that young people, uh, while they talk about saving the planet, uh, they can't get enough fast fashion. And I mentioned she to her and she was nodding her head saying yes. So, um, you know, if, consumers don't walk the walk and force 
these fast fashion people and all apparel makers for that matter to really uh, start doing things that affect the environment positively, um, then, then forget it. But then I said, you know, and she said, well, Target's got all kinds of good initiatives. I said, I know they do. And I said, you know, knowing your CEO, I don't think you're just talking the talk. So maybe the fact that you're walking the walk, <laughs> big companies like Target can, you know, bring these young consumers in when they really start to see that, hey, I can save the planet and still get great fashion from Target or other, or other stores. But so far, Shelley, the answer to when will they walk to walk seems to be, will they ever walk, seems to be no. Uh, therefore, Sheehan, for the time being, has a very long runway. And Zara and H&M have a lot to worry about. They sure do. For our listeners, you can find more of our podcasts on Apple, Spotify, Buzzsprout, and theromreport.com. Look for us on YouTube, where we broadcast our podcast as well. And please follow us on social media, link in with us, follow us on Twitter for the latest thoughts about the industry. And I want to thank everybody again very much. Um, thanks for listening and, and seeing viewing. So, uh, and I always ask if any of you uh, have topics that you would love Shelly and I to cover, send me an email at robin at therobinreport.com. Thanks once again.